in. Yes, the counting is important, sis. I'm always going to count you in. You know that. <laughs> oh, don't even do that. All right. <laughs> We're here. Aw, shit. We have a podcast that's in this bitch now. Woo-hoo! Shut <laughs> up, yo. I cannot stand you. <laughs> oh, isn't this an intro? It's like you already can't stand me. Oh. What a first day. <laughs> I, I never scared you. You couldn't stand me the first time we got in the car together. That's how I do. Oh, wow. Well, we're here now from getting annoyed with each other in a car to actually having a full official podcast. Wow. Know. You know, it's how stuff happens. It's excellent. It's greatness. It's all that. I'm telling you. All right. Hi, everybody. Hi, friends. This is the I'm Not Ready podcast. Woo. First With episode, me, Av, and me, Drika. Y'all will grow to love us and probably hate us as much as we get tired of ourselves. I mean, honestly, if you get past this first episode, that already shows commitment. So a lot of commitment. Get and be mad at it. <laughs> no, I so don't yes, know. yeah, yeah. So this is our podcast. Basically, us moving through this crazy thing we call life, and probably a life that we'll never be ready for or fully prepared for. So why not have a whole podcast about being unprepared? <laughs> Completely unprepared at 25 and how old are you? 23? Jesus, I'm 22. <laughs> yeah, you're still an infant, sis. Okay, relax. Let's <laughs> not say infant. I'm literally two years younger than you. We were in high school at the same time. So Yes. But yes, so basically what we're going to do is a general catch-up on what we've been doing and basically how life's going right now. And then we're going to just get into an unstructured topic about us, a general understanding of who we are, and whether basically you figuring out whether you want to keep listening or not. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, So we are friends obviously hopefully you picked up on that um but it may not be clear (laughs) um so how did we meet um we met in actually we didn't even meet in class we met at orientation so we're grad students um trying to live our best lives as psychology practitioners um actually i remember the first time i met you i was like this girl don't like me Oh my God. I swear, I thought you did not like me only, or you were just like not there because it was orientation. Girl, my ass was, first off, first off, orientation. I literally twisted my ankle two days before orientation. My ass was limping around (laughs) campus. You were on How are you expecting me? I was literally on crutches. How are you going to say that I didn't like you when my ass is out here struggling just to get from place to place? That doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe not like it's a strong word, but you know, I'm very like self-conscious. I don't think people like me until they, they tell me they do, which is fine. I don't need to be liked. But I remember we were sitting in orientation and we had had food. So I had my napkin for my dinner that I didn't even use and you sneezed and everybody was like, bless you. And I was like, oh, this girl probably need a napkin because you went like, you held your hand over your nose. So I go, here you go. Avril goes, oh, okay. Thanks. I and didn't I say that. There. Girl, you did you were not <laughs> I did not say that. Girl, I don't even remember what was happening. So how do you I know truly, you say that? Well my thing is I'm pretty sure I didn't say like mm, thanks. I didn't say all that. You were lost. You were just like, thanks. Like you didn't understand why I was handing you a napkin. I don't recall. You just sneeze. I plead the fifth. I know I don't recall that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Clearly, that was not the end. Um, and we've taken all of our classes together, actually. Except for, like, statistics the first semester. I think you were in the late one. Was I? Yeah, I was. Yeah, honestly, you were. Honestly, our journey through this friendship is very short, yet very exponentially quick at the same time. Because <laughs> it's like, we've only really known each other for maybe 10 months, I want to say. Uh, no, like maybe July. eight. Yeah, like not nine months. Like nine months. So it's like, somehow okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the pregnancy I mean, of our friendship, I guess. We're like full term now. Like we're, we're our friendship is birthed. I guess so. 
the development of our friendship has birthed this podcast. Ooh, head ass. We love it. <laughs> I can't stand you at all. I cannot stand you. But yeah, no, I think I knew we were friends the first time we took a car ride together because I was like, all right, sis is laughing. Like we, honestly, that's the one thing I hate about this quarantine the most is that we're not going to class and then we're not driving home together because that was comic relief that I needed. Yeah, I feel like we should kind of talk about the fact that we're not really, we're in quarantine right now because (laughs) it's kind of hard to over, to not talk about it. Yeah, I mean, everybody's been quarantined since about March. March. So right now it is going into June. It is almost the last day of May. Right, almost a full two months, two and a half months of quarantine because it was right after spring break. So two and a half months. So how have you been feeling about it? Have you just been like adjusting? Have you been fine? Um, More like a catch up type thing. Honestly. All of quarantine has been hard for me. I'm very, like, type A personality. I'm learning about myself, learning that I am anal. Um, I am very particular. I like to plan, organize, brain map. I like to put everything in my agenda. And COVID is something that you cannot plan and list and sticky note your way out of. And I think that is the hardest part for me is that I'm realizing just how much is out of my control. Um, And then to top it all off, we're just having protests all over. So me and all of my blackness is truly exhausted um, on top of like summer class and figuring out work stuff and then being trapped in the house. It is just absolutely bonkers, like truly, truly bonkers. No, honestly, that's a fact. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. We're moving through scenarios right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, as you're talking about COVID, COVID life, my fat ass is getting food. You're getting food during the first taping, sis. <laughs> but nah, as you guys can, well, as you all, I've got to stop saying you guys because everybody is not a guy. As all of you people know, Ooh, come on, gender neutral. And guess we are not in the same place because of COVID. Damn COVID. Um, so yeah, shout out to technology. Um, shout out to the internet. Shout um, out mental illness. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they let Zach Fox back on Twitter, and that is probably they did. love. I'm so glad he's back on Twitter because he's already. Hilarious. Now that nigga is chaotic. He's, like he's the epitome of chaotic. Honestly, he is, and it, it's just it's great. Um, it's truly great. But yeah, so COVID has. Yeah, I guess on my experience of COVID, um, oof, bitch, it's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot because COVID. Basically, I my boyfriend he lives out of state, so I don't get to see him. So that's pretty much been the hardest part about it. But for me, honestly, COVID has been hard, mainly because of like, you know, the deaths and everything and how Vios is completely mismanaging this whole situation. But at the same time, it is a level of calmness. I'm not gonna lie. Because when I go into more of a backstory about ourselves, like going from school to school, <laughs> from undergrad to graduate school, is just like, bitch, I'm tired. I want to stop. Like, it's truly exhausting. And every person that's ever done that has gone straight from one thing to the next, like one form of school to another. You know how fucking exhausting it is without taking a break in between. So I'm, I'd be lying. I'd be lying if I said that this COVID has not helped me at least gain some more sleep. If it hasn't at least given me the opportunity to relax from all those four, from the five years, essentially, of me going back to back to back to school. So... I will say that much, but again, it is just very tragic right now, and it's just very important to acknowledge that this point in time is happening, and that it is probably like a 
flashbulb like memory like the one of those memories you know that they have like for every generation of people yep. like how they have like 9-11 columbine things like that like this is definitely it <laughs> we were, what year was columbine because i feel like we've been alive for all of that uh, it was in the 90s oh god it was I, was it the 90s it was so bad because i don't know it was like 90s. but i mean we weren't all google we were babies yeah Columbine like, could not have happened i it i don't think it happened in the 2000s for sure. Columbine was 1999. So in our Yeah, I was like, it definitely didn't happen in 2000. I do not remember Columbine, it. Columbine, 9-11, Katrina. Yeah, but the thing is, I, for generational things, they usually say that it's something that you remember. Well, like, And of course, we do have the age difference, so maybe that, that's a bit different for us. Yeah, I mean, but, my siblings were in high school when Columbine happened, to put it in Right. Um, right. So there is that. Personally, I don't remember. I do remember 9-11. I do remember right. Katrina, um, Sandy Hook. Right. And oh, see, God. like for me, Obama's election. I, that, that's a memorable thing. Exactly. Like another that's another thing. Because I remember like for me, out. I don't I don't necessarily remember. I definitely don't remember Columbine, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't remember 9-11 either. Like, I don't remember where I was. I don't know what was happening. No. I just know um, that I was alive at the time. I think I was, like, what, three or something? Like, because it was, what, 2001? And I'm yeah, 97? So, um, yeah, so yeah. I was, like, three. 9-11 was 2001. I remember vividly because I was in the first grade, and I remember being in elementary school and the principal or assistant principal coming over the intercom and announcing that the Twin Towers had been hit. And See, 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 that's what I'm talking about, though. Because, like, it's not necessarily that you were alive for an experience. It's the fact that you specifically remember what was happening when it happened. Like, yes. you remember specifically where yes. you were. Like, I that, don't. I remember where I was when I found out Michael Jackson died. Um, right. I remember, I, like, that I remember it was over the summer. I was walking yeah. out from the pool and literally I got the news. Like it is just, I remember, I mean, obviously we all remember where we were when uh, we found out Kobe died. Um, right. All yeah. those things. I mean, I think most people consider like those, the like more flashball memory ones. Well, I think it's just because Kobe died so tragically. I think that's why it can kind of be that. Because I remember vividly too. But that shit was really wild. But anyway, <laughs> how did we even get on the topic of flashball memories and dying? It's because you, you talked about COVID, but I think the difference between oh, yes, 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 COVID yes, yes. being a flashball memory is the fact that COVID is long. It's not an instantaneous thing. It's something that happened and it's here. But and I mean born. and but, but I, I think it still can be though, because I think plagues are kind of like they could kind of be a flashball memory, but I think it's very much um well, I would say I was gonna say it's more nationwide compared to like it's more uh concentrated in the nation compared to like a universal thing, but it is affecting everybody in the world right now, but I think specifically how it's affecting us here is a bit different. Well, you know what, let me leave that alone. You got you got a hot take? No. Are we already getting I, hot takes on the first episode? Come on! Everything I say is a hot take. I mean, truth be told, we just we and when I say we, I do not mean you and I. Um, I was gonna say, we, I was like, don't drag me into no in shit. In terms <laughs> of like, the country and administration, just should have done a better job. Like we should not have been allowed oh, country or to go into Spain. But I really, really, really don't want to get into politics because this is not a political podcast <laughs> don't worry it'll movie. happen in episode two <laughs> episode two sis no no i am not i refuse i refuse to give my energy and my power to talk mm-hmm. about something so draining and, and it's necessary to have those conversations um, right they just will not happen here i'm gonna let y'all know that right now well not frequently i was about to say girl this is on recording like, Your ass gonna be tagged. It's gonna be smack cam. It's gonna be right. smack cam in two weeks. <laughs> like truly, I just no. Like, yeah, we can bring it up, but I think that having political discussions is draining. And this right. podcast for us is supposed to be restorative and an outlet. And so, 
yeah y'all will hear it but it is not going to be something that we will spend a lot of time on if you're looking for our political hot takes this is not what you want to listen to you might want to call us and say hey sis how do you feel because no we're just no um that's funny because um (laughs) oh god (laughs) maybe we should have outlined (laughs) maybe i'm a lie the tentative schedule because baby if well, I'm giving hot takes, I'm well, giving hot takes. If I well, want to talk about politics, it's giving politics. If that's well, what I'm feeling that moment. Because the I thing mean, is, yeah, I feel like it's not, problematic. I feel yeah. like it's problematic to have some t- type of platform and to just be like, oh, everything's perfectly fine and cute yeah, when no, it's not. Right. You know what I mean? And I think so I feel like, like we're Black. So inherently. Right. Now, if you couldn't tell black, through the recording. Well, they might not have been able to tell because, you know, there's the whole oh my god you talk so white you speak so loud well i'm that that shit later but i mean being yes we're african-american women (laughs) being black in america is inherently political so unfortunately yes my puff is political my puff is also awesome but yes the puff is political and that's unfortunate but it is what it is and i'm black and i'm gonna be black forever and always so i mean right I guess we will get political. That's not the goal, though. Is is what I'm. The thing is, it's not a. It's not necessarily that we're gonna get political, but the thing is, especially in the atmosphere and the space that we're existing in right now, it's impossible not to. Yeah. Like it's not. It's impossible to not at least acknowledge it. And if there's some type of resource or access point that we can provide while people are listening, if we talk about it, or if they feel seen because we say something that acknowledges something that they're going through, then I think that's important. Because the space is, yes, for us to relax and kind of goof around and say some dumb shit, but like it's also a space for us to really express how we feel about certain things that we might not have the opportunity to talk to other people about, considering that we're in quarantine, considering that it's hard for Black people, especially Black women, to find spaces that are very accepting of their opinions. And I'm promising you now, when this, while this podcast is rolling, there are going to be a bunch of different opinions happening from whether we agree to them or whether we don't you know so no that's real i mean yes 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 to all of it um yeah so i don't know what's next on the outline but i guess in the true spirit of who we are as a podcast what's what's something you weren't ready for this week oh yes so a segment yeah so the segment we're having since our podcast is called i'm not ready of course, we're going to have a segment about what we weren't ready for or what we are not ready for that is coming up. Uh, what I wasn't ready for, um, the civil unrest. Yes. <laughs> our, our society. Was it the ready? complete unraveling and racial and class war that is about to partake on this land. <laughs> like, oh, God. Um, I don't think you can ever really be ready for that. I don't think no. you can ever really prepare for the fact that you're you might exist in a time where there might be a full-on race war or a full-on class war and because it's the the thing is i think what's very like cognitively dissonant about the whole thing is the fact that when i'm sitting at home and niggas are telling me oh yeah well you're still in class still have to read your books still have to do your papers it's like you have to like, act like everything is completely normal. Yeah. While the world is literally burning on the outside. Yeah. It's like you're sitting in, in the house. It's like the firehouse with the dog. It's like, everything's fine. fine. This is fine. Everything's it's like, fine. This it's is not fine. fine. No. It's not fucking not fine. <laughs> and it'd be disingenuous for even the, though it's our first podcast to sit here and act like, oh, everything's sweet. Everything's cool. You know what I mean? I think it's very telling of those people that have platforms that don't say anything and we're not going to be one of those places <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so no, i, I think agree. i think that we're too, yeah yeah we're just too us to not say anything um yeah i i was not ready um and again to your point i don't think anybody ever will be ready so shit, i got a list so let's talk about it. You got a list of things you're not ready for or a list of things that are problematic? 
since that I wasn't ready for. We're just gonna keep it simple. Oh, I was like, I wasn't wait, ready what? For that. Um, gosh, we, because of COVID, we cannot take our dog to the groomer, and oh. I was not ready to give Snoopy a haircut yesterday. And oh, when you ask, got your ass bit up and scratched. <laughs> okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! Snoopy does not bite like that. Oh, please. excuse me. Let me not disrespect my man's like that. Please, please. Snoopy. Let me put some respect on his name. He's such a good boy. So, yeah, my partner and I got up yesterday morning, gave her dog a haircut. Oh, God, there was so much hair. He was a furball. I wasn't ready for that because he scratches, even though we're clothed. So, he'll, he always gets my arms. Um, and he's a little dog, so he's extremely anxious. I wasn't ready for that. Of course, I wasn't ready for the civil unrest happening. Um, but uh, my prayers are just that everybody protesting stay, stay safe. You know, that is right. a constitutional right. Um, right. And I do believe that people have every right to exercise that how they see fit. Um, right. I cannot comment and shame anyone for how they are protesting or what they are doing. Because while exactly. I would not be somebody who would loot a store, I cannot mm-hmm. tell somebody else that that is not an appropriate way to react to being murdered because there is no right. appropriate appropriate way to react to watching people who look like you be murdered. Um, right. Just and I mean, I I do not think that I would do something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I have protested peacefully. Um, mm-hmm. However, again, my methods are not somebody else's methods, and right. so. You know, I support people doing what they believe they need to do to be heard. Um, my prayers are with everybody to be safe. Um, and my prayers are just the people who leave to protest come home in one piece. Like, that's my biggest thing. Um, so right. Of course I wasn't ready for that. Um, and I think I also want to acknowledge that we're going to leave links to places that are actively trying to bail out people, actively trying to provide resources to those protesters. We'll definitely try and leave links to them, either in our bio, <laughs> on the page, because we have a Twitter, too. <laughs> I'm not ready, pod. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to try and leave links to them and uh, access points that you, if you want to learn more or if you want to see more, um, you can definitely go through there because these people are doing work that is very hard, very taxing, yes. and very risky to their futures. And yes. we need to be able to support them whenever we can. So we're definitely going to try and do that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. Um, gosh, what else am I not ready for? Oh, I have a list. Not really, but... I was about to say, girl, you said you have the list. <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's here in my beautiful, beautiful, big-ass head. Um <laughs> If y'all ever see me, just know I'm beautiful, but my forehead is big. God gave me a double portion, and that is what it is. Double no portion is giving Rihanna tease, love. <laughs> okay, but Rihanna is bad, so if you put me in the same boat as her, I'm not mad. No, I fully feel like Rihanna with this big-ass forehead, because I have braids, and you know, every girl, every black girl that has straight backs, you can feel like That is why I don't get straight backs. My head too big. I so. haven't. I haven't got straight backs in so long. It just happened to be that my sister was over and I didn't have enough hair. So I was like, you know what? No one's going to see me like this. And honestly, I'm kind of digging it. I mean, it's a look. I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting back into them. Like I'm not that embarrassed by them anymore. Cause you know, back in the day, like obviously they would like make fun of you for having a big old forehead. And I would be like, you know, maybe I'm feeling a little insecure, but like now I look at myself and I'm like, I'm like seeing my face. I'm seeing structure. Yes. It's giving, Come on, it's giving beauty love. Come on, self-acceptance. And yeah, if Rihanna, with her big old forehead, can walk around here, but she's also gorgeous and has money, but still, she can look good with her big ass forehead. Remember, remember. That she's going to do it. Unless, okay, okay, let me just establish this. Unless okay, you're an I, ugly person, I didn't know we already had the rules. Unless you're an ugly person on the inside, you're never ugly on the outside. You're just broke. You're broke. <laughs> That's a thing because when you have money, that's a fact. Kylie proved that. You can you can pay for a personal trainer. You can get plastic surgery. You can go get your that's BDL, a fact. Go three sixty and all that good jazz. Um, we should have a plastic surgery episode. That'd be hilarious. Oh my! What God. are we getting done? Looking at it. Um, I'm not gonna no, write that down. Surgery. Write that down. Hashtag don't touch my nose. This is an Ebo nose. God gave me oh, this girl. nose and I refuse. Girl, we ain't doing that this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> we are. If you go to talk about we can get political, we can always talk about self-love. So I do not. I, I self-love, yes. I don't know what they got to do for themselves. But um, 
yeah no you will never but yeah we're just broke um, I, 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 I'm not even broke. I am just, I am pre-wealthy. I refuse You're pre-wealthy, head-ass. <laughs> in every way, shape, and form. I'm pre-wealthy. That's, that is what it is. That's facts. But, I respect um, it. I'm not ready for class, sis. I mean, I'm, uh, that's a, that's a partial truth because it's here and I'm doing what I got to do to be ready for class tomorrow. But I would like to that's, that's, that's the crazy part. That's what's really fucking me. The fact that I really have to sit here and I'm at a protest on Saturday and I have to go back to class on a Monday. What the fuck? What type of shit is that? That that is life in in, in the way that we live it. Um, that is so okay. crazy. Another thing I was not ready for. So I have never um, had anyone offer to give me reparations for being black. And this week, I got reparations for the first time. I was going to say, so what the fuck? How did that even happen? So, <laughs> what was the conversation for that? And also, before you say that, before you say that, I also want you to, you don't necessarily have to directly say the name of your school if you don't want to, but I yeah. want to know how the reverse for you acknowledging that your school did not make a comment for the Black students that attend there after all the protests oh, and everything. God. But please make that, yes. please say that too, because that was so yes. funny. So <laughs> I can only imagine. She's shaking the table. Um, so first, Shake the table. where I went in undergrad is a beautiful campus. I am an all-women's college graduate. I cape for all-women's colleges. I truly believe that women and gender non-conforming individuals need a safe space where we can learn and grow and come into ourselves in an environment. I grew into my Blackness and my PWI. Um, but yeah, so... At that school, I had the pleasure of meeting some amazing people um, of all ethnicities and some really dope white allies. And so it was, it was yesterday. Yesterday was Saturday. Was Friday. Friday, I was on Instagram and I came past uh, one of those white ally stories. And she was like, yeah, I've been on vacation, but um, I am... Okay coming back yeah i think she was like in a mountain vacation so like a covid friendly like cabin trip or something oh I, I don't know all the details but she's pretty smart so she said that and she was like but i'm extremely disheartened on everything going on i'm gonna read more into it before i give my opinion basically she's excuse me and, and let me not make it sound like she's not um like a true ally she is but she was like i need to read more into the situation and see what all is going on before i say anything but to I hate all this shit. Well, well, no, in my opinion yes. i'll say my opinion later yeah. continue like it, it was i see that like it was really one of those situations where she was like i don't know the full scope of what's going on more so of like a let me see how i can support so that's okay. really where that came from. It wasn't a, oh well to okay. God, I need that. No, it was not that. Let me just throw it okay. out. Yeah. It was but more, I will make a comment about it. Continue. What all was going on. But she was like, in the meantime, while I'm doing my own research, um, I am extremely sorry to all of my black friends. And she was like, So all of my uh POC and all of my non-black POC and white friends um do your due diligence you know support black people um i personally will be giving reparations i've already sent out x amount of money i'll probably send out x more amount of money if you are black reply to this um with your cash app venmo whatever and i will send you something and so out of curiosity i did reply and i sent her my cash app um and this is somebody that i've had conversations with somebody i've been in class with and so to my surprise i was at the grocery store and i get the little cash out notification twenty dollars um first time i've ever gotten reparations and people have different feelings and opinions on them um i think that what you do with your reparations is up to you um certainly like if someone were to ever give me reparations in a large amount like i'm talking commas or like thousands and thousands i would definitely give that money to other black people um mm -hmm. so that was interesting i was not ready for that it was a pleasant surprise um and i do think it's interesting and people black people have different feelings on reparations for sure and i think that we are all entitled to our feelings um but yeah that is definitely something i was not ready for yeah um White people don't be offering to give me money. I'm sad about that. But 
I look and wish I got that call. I wish I saw that too. I would have fucking did it too. But um, what I meant by I don't fucking like that when they say that I need more time is that that comment really blows me. Because yeah. it's just like, why does it take so much emotional intelligence to understand Black people dying? But when any other tragic or even minusculely sad thing happens, everybody's willing to jump. Okay. You know so, what I mean? Yes. So me- what you're saying, your perspective, when you were saying about that person saying that I want to make sure that I'm providing the resources and the access that I can give in a proper way, that makes sense. Because that is for me, that means they're taking their time to understand what is the best way for them to contribute. So maybe they can't contribute by going out. Maybe they can't contribute by paying, but they find out whatever they can do so they do that. That I understand. Yeah. What I don't like is the people that sit there and they say, oh, well, I, I needed so much time. To, I need to get the full story. I right. need to understand fully what was going on before I made a comment. And it's just like, you saw the fucking video. You saw what happened. You saw someone dying. You saw someone's, a cop's fucking knee on someone's throat right. and you still need more evidence or justification as to why you should speak out against it? Really? Nigga, please. <laughs> little brands and try to check in with your little things. And this is not coming from, this is, there's different perspectives for someone that actually has like a following, like a branding thing. And then it's like people like us, like people that are, you know, normal people that don't have any like type of following like that when they're pausing to not say something i can understand that a bit more because this can be very intense and again it's also different for black people and non-black people i'm not expecting black people to talk about their suffering anymore black people that choose to not talk about it i completely understand that because that's draining and fucking depressing i know people that have not said anything not because they don't want to or that they don't support what's happening but it's fucking traumatizing so if they don't want to talk about it i understand that non non black people that sit there and they see these things happening and they don't say anything but they're like just going about their day hella normal that is very sus to me like that is very sus that you even that stupid ass little trend thing where they were like tagging for like the black lives matter thing that was head ass it's head ass but at least that's like the that's like the bare minimum like you better lift your pinky to do that but still, you are still at least acknowledging that it's happening. I hate it, but it's still acknowledgement. But like for people that's literally like, mm, well, I'm going to go get ice cream today or mm, posting on Instagram, <laughs> look at my news dress, like, nigga, do you not see this shit happening? Do you not see the trauma that's happening? And you could just sit there and not make any type of acknowledgement, not make any type of statement. And then for those with brands, you motherfuckers <laughs> are actually the worst that don't say anything or don't talk about those donations or talk about the resources that can be given because a lot of those people have either capitalized off of blackness they've used blackness like the black dollar by using certain phrases like hot girl summer or um fucking that's cap or whatever you want to say you've used black lingo to get what you need which is capital or money and you don't say anything when actual things happen to black people that's interesting to me. So the ones that are black that don't say anything with a following, I'm looking at them a little sideways. I'm just like, you are a black person in this media and you have resources and you have ways to help and you're not saying shit. That's interesting to me. The white ones, like the Kylie Jenners, oh girl, don't even start no, Kylie Jenners. No, but no, I'm a, the white people. I'm not going to play. Means, I'm going to stop you right that's there. That's a whole other thing. We're not doing We're not going to do that. We're not doing it. I'm not dropping names, but I already did. You did. But <laughs> the ones that we... <laughs> The white, the white people that be specifically monopolizing off of Black culture and using Black culture and having access to it, but then without suffering or without acknowledging the things that Black people go through, it's head ass. It's fucking, it's fucking whack. Like, it's whack as fuck. And that's why I'm saying, like, when people say they want to take their time to, like, really get their understanding, it's like, Black people are always expected to be there for other people. They're always expected to have mercy or have forgiveness or have the emotional intelligence to make up where other people lack. 
But when it comes that comes down to the time for black people to be supported, for black people to be heard, they have to have all the evidence. They have to have all the understanding. They have to have all the sides of the story. Which is not it's just not fair to me. But that's my personal opinion. And I'll stick into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't I, I don't know. That's honestly it's it's a lot. Um Okay, you're so far away that I don't Sorry. I had to go get something. You're it's fine. emotionally a lot. Had to go get yeah. my ish together. <laughs> yeah. Um it is a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um but yeah, I, I mean, I think it's important to recognize that this is t- a tough time for all of us. Um, you know, and there are a lot of layers in this, and emotionally, I don't think that I'm prepared to unpack that, so I won't. Um, but yeah, and and I everybody's is like, I see you. Like to every black right. person who hears this, you know, regardless of your gender or your class or your ability. Like, I see you, and I see you fully as you are. Um, Right. And I think that's important. Like, I I personally am not interested in begging anybody to see my humanity. I think I'm I'm far beyond that point personally. Um, I don't judge people because we're all at different points in our journey, um, both in life, our journey spiritually, and our journey um, in our Blackness and discovering our Blackness, which I think is a continual process. But you know, I see you, and I value you, I love you, and I recognize you as you are, um, and I think that's really all I have the energy and willpower to say about that, um, because honestly, I'm weary, um, but yeah, if nobody else loves you, I love you, and if I ever see you post-COVID, <laughs> social distancing, but if I ever see you, I will hug you, I will dap you up, I will hold your sweet brown face and tell you how much I love you. But yeah, man, that's that's. I'm glad there's a sweet. I'm glad there's a sweet person on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't gonna say all that. (laughs) Yeah, nah. I mean, I'm like. No, but I agree. I agree. It's like it coming to your blackness is exhausting, and. It's definitely more exhausting for others. There's definitely privileges as Black women that even have the opportunity to even make a podcast in the comfort of our house. Yep. Like, yes. with certain things, like, that's, that's a level of privilege that most people don't even experience. So, and we're very much aware of that. Yeah. And coming into your Blackness is, it can be dangerous at times. It can be traumatizing at times. It can be exhausting at times. So, wherever you are within that Black journey, just take your time. It'll come. It'll happen. And yeah. all to all of our few and far between non-black and or white followers that follow and listen to this, acknowledge your friend's blackness in a way that's respecting and acknowledging their existence. That's and you know what? No, since we brought it up, I'm going to say this, you know, um, and I say this wholeheartedly, and I mean this with every fiber of my being, don't do what you don't want to do. Because nobody is going to beg you but I will say that at the end of the day I truly believe that a measure of a person is what they do for people who can do nothing for them and so in this instance if you are somebody with privilege it is completely Mm -hmm. 110% your choice on what to say and what to do um, even when nobody's watching so do as you see fit but whatever you do, make sure that it's a hill that you're ready to die on and stand by your actions. Um, That's that integrity, love. Welcome. That integrity. And growth is always welcome. But understand that nobody will beg you to do anything. Um, and that's just that on that. But with that being said. And that's on. And that's on. Period. 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 Thank you. Yo. Oh, gosh. I don't. I, I really got to stop saying the word hate. I strongly dislike you right now. <laughs> now you hate me. It's fine. I don't hate but you. hate is a strong emotion. So the fact that you feel in any type of strong emotion. Oh, that's God. enough for me. Living in your head, run free. 
<laughs> no, girl, it's not my head. My heart, sis, my heart. Aw, that's even better. <laughs> Yo, shut up. Shut up. I can't stand you. But no, um, so yeah, this is a crazy first episode, y'all. If you're still listening, shout out to you. But I'm even surprised yeah. if you are. I really think that um, in a shift to make this more lighthearted and less emotionally taxing, I do want us to tell you all more about us. Um, yeah, us to tell you more about us. So my good Not sis. Us to tell you more about us. <laughs> my good sis, where are you from? What do you do? What's your favorite color? What kind of music do you like? Oh, what yes, yes, like? yes, 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 yes. Damn, we should have had like, a question list or something <laughs> we should have no, definitely I thought of that like over time because we can answer all the questions but there's still going to be more questions i know but like there should be like a get to know you type thing i mean you know, questions perfect found them all right I mean, oh these are hey, well, oh these are made with a bonus episode and then we record the first one <laughs> nah you i like it it's fine i'm just thinking but uh yeah so we're going to say my name is Av right now, you know, try to keep it a little bit relaxed, not too personal. Wow. Y'all don't know me that much. You don't know me that. You don't know me from nowhere. Okay. So yeah, that's my name. I'm 22. Living in Merlin, PG County. Oh, <laughs> hey, shout out to all my moves. Here's so. Oh, yeah, I got to wrap my little city. I mean, I'm probably like the whitest sounding uh, person from PG ever, but you know, it's fine. I still love my city, love where I'm from, we'll love my county. Right there. Let's stop you right there. We're not doing that. You don't sound white. You sound like a black woman because you're black. You just okay, 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 okay. Continue. We're not going to work. Continue. Okay. Continue. But yeah. Um, I mean, there's not really much to talk about besides that. I'm 22 years old. I'm a black woman. Um, I went to school in Maryland. I've pretty much stayed there all my life. I don't know how necessarily personally trying to get up in here. I'm not dropping names because shit, you know, this is on here forever. And I'm trying to get tagged with nothing. So, you know, went to, oh, I can say where I went, what I did for undergrad. For undergrad, I majored in psychology with a minor in sociology. So if you hear me, saying a bunch of stuff about theory. <laughs> if you hear me talking about logical things in terms of like sociological structures and things of that nature, that is why. And yeah, so now I'm, all, we met in grad school. So I am also in grad school for our master's, for my master's in psychology as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's lit. It's lit. Um, as y'all know, I'm Druka. Some of y'all who listen to this podcast and know me might call me something else. That's fine. Call me whatever you want, as long as it's nice. I'll um, play that extra. Um, <laughs> I'm from the best place ever. I'm from the South. Oh, brother. So, from Georgia. Don't old brother me. Marietta, <laughs> Georgia. You know, you know. Um, so no, I don't say I'm from Atlanta. I am not from Atlanta. I'm from Metro Atlanta, but Atlanta does have my heart. Um, because, you know, any Georgian that listens got to know. You, you're not from Atlanta unless you're from Atlanta. Um, I am 25, you know, 25. Big up. You know. I am Black American and Nigerian. Um, Najime. Oh, I didn't even Goa. mention that. Oh, no, you didn't, sis. I forgot. I know you that. forgot, but it's okay because we're We'll both come back to my nationality will. later. <laughs> we will. But, yeah, yeah, um... My favorite color is pink. So if you ever see anything on our social media and there's some pink in there, I'm probably the one that posted it. Um, <laughs> if glitter was a valid color, my favorite color would be pink glitter. I think that also represents my personality. Um, I guess you could say I'm kind of like, y'all know, yeah. Uh, if you don't watch SpongeBob, we can't get along. Well, let me just throw that out. Oh, brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's SpongeBob going to be all up and through this. Lord, the SpongeBob that I'm ready. That's literally how I typically feel. I think COVID and the civil unrest has gotten to me a little bit, but typically I'm very much a happy-go-lucky. The morning is what you make it. Um, the day is what you make it. Truly, I'm a morning person, y'all. I get up and I'm happy. I love it. I love it. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, 
I love to laugh. I think I'm hilarious. My friends don't think I'm funny, but I don't think I'm hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what nobody say. I will, no I am definitely the person that laughs at my own jokes. Um, that's that's me. I laugh at my own jokes. I dance in the rain. That's that's how I am. That's how I'm determined to be. You know, you know. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's pretty much the biggest best for now. I think that's all y'all need to know. Y'all know more. Um, so I'm gonna um I'm gonna tag um a little bit more things that she kind of mentioned and touch on them. Um, my favorite color is gray. So when you oh, look wait, at our little graceness, what's that gray? That heather, heather gray, love heather gray. <laughs> so yeah, um, with our picture that we have, our little um cover picture, there's a little bit of gray and a little bit of pink. That's you know a little bit of touch of us in our little thing. So there's us. that. And then ethnically, I am Sierra Leonean. Come mm-hmm. on, shout out West Africa. Um, but also black. Uh, obviously by nationality. So, well, black. Well, actually, I'm American by nationality, but I also your race is black. Attach myself. I, I attach myself to blackness as well through race racial association. So. Because everybody knows that most most black people, especially the ones with African direct African descent, there's a little bit of you know confusion about what you kind of really identify as because you were born here, but then you have the direct ties because your parents have given you the culture and the food and the language. So it's like I'm black, yes, but obviously I'm still African because of what I have and the access I have and the privilege I have to have that direct connection to Africa. So, you know, that's a whole nother thing. And that could be a whole nother conversation. But yes, I identify as black and I have Sierra Leonean ethnic relations. So, yeah. Um, I'm not a day person. I'm a night person. But you also didn't mention uh, (laughs) what you went to school for, for undergrad. That's what I said. So I got my undergrad degree in psychology with a minor in French. the French language is absolutely beautiful. France is a beautiful country. Um, the food is amazing. Oh, God, I can't wait to go back to France. Um, but yeah, and I'm now getting my master's um, with F. So yeah, um, check out soon. I will be an industrial organizational psychology practitioner by trade. God Ooh. willing, all prayers answered. May 2020. Hey. Are gonna have. That's what we're gonna be. That's who we are. Um, just continue stepping into who I am um, and who I'm meant to be, truly, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think those are the biggest. And just a precursor, I personally do not think it's a thing. But if y'all ever hear an alleged country accent, how about it's me? Uh, I don't not. think that it's y'all finna hear yeah. that shit easily. Oh lord, here we go. Jesus. Cause I'm gonna bring it out. Trust me. No, you can. She's gonna get real comfortable. She's a little. She's a little uh, high right now. But oh. once we start getting relaxed and things stop getting a little stressful, it's gonna pop out, and you're gonna laugh just like me. <laughs> because yeah. it happens at the most subtle moments, and that's the funniest part whatever i don't i don't think so i'd be willing to bet you money but i also don't want to lose that bet because you because you lose that's why God. you don't want to bet money because you lose oh lord and that's well. okay <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it really okay is it ever okay that's the yes, question it is. it is literally it's okay you are yeah. from the south that's true why wouldn't you have a country accent I, uh, because everywhere in the South is in country, but that's also another conversation. I mean, I live in Maryland, so I literally get that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, see my sister. Because I did not identify as country in the slightest. But, but the not. thing is, when you, exactly. But the thing is, when you step outside of PG County or MoCo, it gets hella hit um, man, very quickly. MoCo? Is that Montgomery County? Oh, Montgomery County. Sorry. Oh, thank yes. You. That's the one that's closest to um, D.C. I forgot that you ain't from here. But, yeah. You were um, just calling me country. Now you forgot. Pick a side. I, I forgot. Girl, you've been living here. <laughs> Learn your counties. <laughs> not even, uh, but, um, I might not say. 
yeah when you step outside of the heavily populated ones with the black people it gets real real hick real quick so you what know you, dr seuss i'm telling you i brought i got rhymes oh lord no you don't what can please. i say please well now you size me so size <laughs> okay size for for those of us who are not from the dmv and don't speak oh please we're not breaking things down i popped her head up look get up big head look it up Hopefully. you don't gotta explain nothing to these people i don't think you know darn well that function sis. it does oh the DMV yeah. people so again Girl. we're just coming to y'all on a weekly basis to tell you how things are going and the whole purpose of this is to give us an outlet and kind of turn conversations that we have fun and we laugh at into something that we can remember and hopefully you'll laugh too and if you cry that's okay your feelings are valid all the time <laughs> Because um, I cry a lot, so maybe y'all will cry with me, and I'll feel affirmed in that. Um, oh, brother, she'll be crying, and I'm going to be like, they're there from, <laughs> from my house. Listen, listen, honestly, okay, emotions are great. I'm a Scorpio, so take with that. Oh, gosh, we definitely will. have, we're going to have an astrology episode soon. Don't worry, y'all, because Make they big. Will. But <laughs> I truly the way I'm going to drag... She'll text me like, oh yeah, and you thought this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can I have my cup of coffee in the morning before you start? And the fact that you haven't even mentioned that you love Drake is actually surprising to me. The fact that you haven't mentioned that. I don't want people to Scorpio devil himself. (laughs) Scorpio (laughs) devil, pause. Pause, pause, pause. He's an, I can't call him an angel. He's a great, he's a person. But it's He's a person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Retract. Retract. <laughs> Shut up. It's OVO crew. Thought I told you October's very own. Drake's birthday is a few days before mine. Just know that it is what it is. It's great. It's wonderful. It's awesome. If you don't love a Scorpio, if you don't know a Scorpio, you're not living life to the fullest. I don't know what else to tell you, quite frankly. But I do know that you need to step it up because we're Yuck. the best. We're the greatest. We're the creme de la creme. Cream Yuck. The creme the top of the top. We're the greatest. Like, Yuck. That cream is expired. Yuck. Girl, shut up shut up we are like good fine wine fine wine we don't mm-hmm. expire we just get better we continue to strengthen oh brother, oh, brother. <laughs> you, you woke it up sis let me i will hop in my birkin as they say, you know what they say? let me get on my birkin and tell you how fucking great let me hop in my, my birkin that's hilarious <laughs> since the day i get my birkin bag it's lit you can't tell me you and this holy trinity bags man but listen listen ladies people yes tell them the bags tell them the holy trinity bag the holy trinity you gotta know get you a louis vuitton never full because they're great they have an extremely high resale value the chanel classic bags and then the last in the holy trinity is an hermes birkin bag and if you don't know the hermes birkin bag has a yearly appreciation rate that is greater than the appreciation rate of gold and greater than the growth rate of of the u.s economy that bag is an investment and you cannot tell me otherwise that's the holy trinity um i'm still pre-wealthy i only took three years off off from undergrad before grad school so just know i'm waiting on it and i I how much is the cheapest birkin girl the cheapest birkin like brand new is like thirteen thousand. like somewhere Shit. around there but it's an investment um it is truly an investment who has 13 dollars to invest in a bag though Thirteen thousand, girl girl you do in the future that's i'm speaking life into you let me, let me i'm about to say you better check that account again you better run my credit again babe because that's wrong that's <laughs> I mean. like, I, only reason i don't have luxury stuff or like high-end designer stuff is because i refuse to like spend money on that stuff and spend cash on that stuff when i have other things that i want to do right now like pay off my car or like you know you know normal life things normal life things and i refuse to put something that expensive on a credit card and spend five years paying it off like it would take me five years absolutely to not might not take me five, well, it definitely wouldn't take me five years to pay off a louis vuitton bag but i'm still going to do it that just shows you the differences between us because you have been talking about hermes birkin bags and i'm sitting here like damn did my Chipotle come in the mail yet? <laughs> like, is my shit here? Like, I'm not even thinking about bags. Like, super expensive bags and super expensive, like, cars and stuff. That's never necessarily been something that I've been to. Like, I would like to have nice things. But having, like, a name, like, a specific name brand thing in mind that I'm like, I want that. 
never been my thing. Uh, I've just always been like... I think it depends because, like, I'm not going to lie. I've always been expensive. My friends like to call me bougie. I will will greatly, gladly accept that. I don't care. Um, I know what I deserve in life. And I... Come on. Because you already deserve it. Come on. So that's that on that. Um, Period. Point blank. Say what you want. Hurry up. However... Um, I do recognize where I am in life, which is why I'm not running out here maxing out credit cards on things that I don't need. <laughs> I know the difference between a need and a want. So yeah, for me, I mean, I don't think my friends would ever call me bougie, but I, my thing is just like I like durability. You know what I mean? Like I like something that I know if I get it is what I want, and I'm gonna get it, and it's gonna last me a long time. What? And I'm also the type of person like I don't like secondary things. Like I don't want like a remake of something. I want the OG. I want the original. So it's like if I want. Like, my Apple Watch, for example, I was like, I want an Apple Watch. Like, I don't want a Fitbit. I don't want a Samsung watch. I want an Apple Watch. So if you get me another version of those things and it's not what I want, I'm still going to get what I want. You waste your money. So it's like, if I want a specific, I just don't have a car in mind. But if I'm just like, if I go to a shop and I see a car that I like and that's the one I want, I'm not leaving the shop with any other car. Like, I'm leaving with the one that I came, I want. How, 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 I beg, dear love beloved is that different than what i what i said because because you the thing is you want and deserve just because you don't pre-plan it doesn't mean that because tomorrow you hit the lottery or tomorrow your boyfriend cash out and he says all right sis we're gonna get you a new car what dealership you going to and where you looking if you know money's not an option that's the thing the problem is that so that's if money isn't an option but money is definitely an option right now <laughs> listen sis listen sis I have made it clear to my partner that I need a Mercedes Benz, but guess what? Until I get it, I am joyfully turning on my Chevy Malibu every day with no, <laughs> shame. with no shame. No, I feel that. I mean, I feel that again. I just don't have anything necessarily in mind. I think the bougie aspect comes into play because it's like you've already set out specifically what you want, and those things everybody already knows are expensive. So, like, if you were 30, 35 saying, I want a Mercedes, you'd be like, okay, you're 35 years old. You probably have the resources to get that Mercedes. But at 25, we're just like, girl, you ain't making videos on TikTok making millions. So where are you going to get that money for that Mercedes? You know what I mean? Well, see, that's, the point. Oh, that's the point right there. Let me tell y'all something in life. People will try to tell you that you think too big and people have forever told me I'm not too, that I'm too much. And guess what I say to that? Other people aren't enough, and I have what they lack. So I'm going to say that. Don't ever let nobody tell you thinking too big. I think as big as I desire, because I know that. And, like, my friends laugh at me all the time, but I know what I'm getting out of life because I know what I deserve, and I know how hard I work. So the key is work for what you want. Because I'm never, never, never gonna first of all ask anybody for anything that I will not give myself or cannot give myself or would not give them and I think that's where a lot of people get messed up is that you ask for what you cannot give yourself or what you'll never be able to give yourself and that's the issue but I deserve the world and I will give myself the world and if somebody else wants to give it to me in the meantime I may accept it depending on who it's from everything ain't as it seems everything that glitters ain't gold blah 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 you know Trojan horse all that good shit but the point is, whatever you want, speak it, work on it, work toward it, pray on it, and don't ever let anybody tell you that your dreams are too big. Like, don't do not do that. I don't believe in that. I don't stifle I myself. And I don't let nobody stifle me because I'm Black and I'm great and I'll get everything I want. And that's just that on that. But bet y'all wasn't ready for that. Ha! You had that last full-ass lecture in the last two minutes of the damn podcast. <laughs> And this don't ain't finna end in like two minutes. It's like, all right, sis. That's, that's the great. But I, but I wrapped it up. I wrapped it up. You did. I mean, that that's a way to end it on a on a note, on a period. So, oh lord, I but can't be mad at that. Uh, for hanging in there, y'all. If you're still there, we love you. We appreciate you. I would say that every yes. episode won't be this chaotic, but that's a lie. Um, it will. It just probably won't be this political. <laughs> And that also might be a lie. So. No, we are yeah. getting that political every week. I refuse. We will see. I can't make any promises. Well, on this side, y'all see the balance already. Exactly. So, but yeah, it, 
this podcast is not necessarily going to be specifically anything in particular. So it's not going to be only politics, not going to be only nonsense. It's not going to be only social commentary or specific things that are happening on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. It's kind of just like whatever we feel in like in that day, or if we feel like having a specific topic one day, then that's what we will discuss about. And maybe someday in the future, you guys will listen and we can set up a thing for questions. That'd be great. Which would, which would be nice. And then we'd actually have things to talk about instead of recycling the same stupid ass topics that be on Twitter. So, yes. Yes, but um, if you like what you heard, if you have suggestions, if you feel compelled to tell us something, or you just want to get something off your chest, or just feel affirmed in your identity as a person, that's great. We're here to support you. Follow us on Twitter at I'm Not Ready Pod. Um, yes. Follow us there. Yes, yes. Message us. Connect with us. See what's good. We will follow you back. We'll see what's going on. And um, we'll yeah, follow we'll- you back. We like you. <laughs> Lord, anyway, I'll follow you back. So I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll log in and follow you. I got y'all. I love y'all. I see you. Um, you're enough. But yes, uh, we'll talk. Such mom tears. Personal socials. Whatever. I don't care about being a mom friend. Everybody. I love it. No, I love um, it. <laughs> but yeah, someone's we'll gotta be it. Our personals in the description of this um we'll be on apple podcasts spotify soundbean and podbean so pick your poison pick your pick whatever you want and we'll be there pick your apple choice yes all right thank you guys